Hi, my name is Garth, and this is the Generic Live Show for Sunday, the 10th of June, 2018, and Dale Campbell is coming up right now. You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. For joining us here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday, it's Dale Campbell here with you. We're doing it for Geekio. Thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure as per always. I am your host, Garth McGillicuddy. <laughs> My name's Dale Campbell. That is that is Garth McGillicuddy, the person that you're seeing on your screen right now. He's a very handsome, giddy images model that we uh, discovered in the pre-show. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not listening to the pre-show, you really owe it to yourself uh, to go to patreon.com slash geekio uh, to, to visit the patron. Alright, get out of here, Garth McKillicuddy. It's my show now. Hey, everyone. My name's Dan Campbell. Yeah, we've we really lowered the expectation on this show uh, on this show today. We had uh, quite an amazing pre-show, uh, so you do owe, owe it to yourself to check out the pre-show sometime. Uh, we do post it up on YouTube later, but uh, the, the, the folks on the Patreon get it early and, and get the whole rock block. Ad-free rock block, as we like to say. Uh, now that I have this image, just I have just this just haunting me for the rest of the show now. I just I can't get away with it. Garth McGillicuddy is just staring me down into the, into the lost veins of soul. I just... I want to... Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put that in the chat. Oh, that didn't quite work. <laughs> uh, and you guys can can figure out what you guys want to do with that. Just you, you guys just do what you want. Go crazy. Our our our, our, our new co-host of this show, Garth McGillicuddy, that I'm probably gonna forget about in approximately twenty minutes time. But hi. Hi everyone. Welcome to the Rank Live Show. I, I said this in the pre-show, and I'm going to say it here as well. We're betting a thousand. Uh, stop me if you've heard this tale before, but I slept in. <laughs> I, uh, I I slept in, and uh, only I rocked up uh, 20 minutes before uh, showtime. And, uh, I, well, sorry, not showed up. I woke up 20 minutes before uh, showtime. So... Like I said in the pre-show, we're really we're batting we're batting a thousand here, so we're gonna we're gonna get moving. Uh, I also mentioned that uh, there is no going to be no show next week. There will be completely no show. Uh, the, the network cancelled us. Uh, Garth McGillicuddy uh, <laughs> has cancelled us. 
uh, and you know has has said that you know you guys Garth can't be a permanent member of this show so he can't <laughs> it's gonna be really confusing for those people those people that listen daily to the podcast um hey welcome back Chorus and Rhino you missed you missed adventures with uh uh you missed adventures with Garth McGillicuddy uh now uh, our next host uh the, the generic live, the next top generic live show model. <laughs> Can we host? Oh, let's host that show. The next top generic live model. It'll be on podcast. You'll be all right. Uh, you didn't miss much. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, but uh, welcome one and all to the generic live show. There again, there is no show next week. Just want to happen on that. Uh, CJ and Rachel boat will be in my proximity i think we're going on a bus uh to the rainforest uh this time next week so please uh forgive us we might do a pre-recorded bit i i don't know uh we we will we'll, we'll see to figure that out but i i can't commit myself to doing a bank episode between now and next week so if it happens it happens and we're setting the expectations real low uh busy week this week you guys Oh, man, busy week in the news, busy week for me. But you don't want to hear about my personal shenanigans. You want to hear about this. I've got some juicy story. Who wants to hear it juicy? I've got, well, we've got cricket update. Cricket update. Gorsam Rider has the uh, 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 ultimate student dinner. Spaghetti on toast. Yum. No, that is just... That's an amazing dinner. That's an adult dinner. That's a, just an amazing dinner. That's a, just an amazing dinner. All the time. Student or not, it's just an amazing dinner. It's a winner winner. Uh, cricket update. Who wants a cricket update? But, 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 but more drama in the cricket world as Cricket Australia CEO Sutherland announces his resignation. The CEO of Cricket Australia is out. Oh, I forgot that I don't have me on stream. <laughs> I forgot that I did the whole bit for uh, the intro and uh, <laughs> cut me off. Yes, Cricket Australia CEO Sutherland announces resignation. Cricket Australia's chief James Sutherland stepped down from his position, continuing the period of uncertainty over the game in the country. Sutherland, who had held the helm since 2001, made the announcement on Wednesday that he would serve his notice of 12 months to give the organisation time to find a suitable replacement for the long-serving administrator. Now we have a clip. And we have a clip. And we didn't have ads last week. Uh, let's unmute this because... Boss James Sutherland announcing... Let's start it again. turbulent few months for Cricket Australia amid the ball-tampering saga in Cape Town. The controversy taking its toll on the boss, James Sutherland, announcing his resignation in Melbourne with 12 months' notice. But was the ex-Victorian paceman push? Uh, well, maybe, but... Um, Whoa! Know, I, I can also... Uh, say that it's something that I've been thinking about for a long time and, and it would be would be silly of me to say anything else 
other than I, w I wanted to continue in the role. Um, so, so I'm not. Uh, I, I'm obviously, um, obviously, it's something you know I was thinking about. But I'm not going to air my my own personal thoughts um, over the course of the, the last couple of years when I'm thinking about what the the right time to go is. And we've we've had some big big things to deal with over the course of the last 12 months. Um, obviously, there's Cape Town, but there's there's also some key planks that are, are now in place and allow. Um, allow me to step aside and, and for a new chief executive to come in and have a, a really strong platform from which to operate and, and take the game forward. But maybe I could just add to that as well to say that, uh, as James said, he's been talking to me about this for at least two years now, since I, almost the whole time I've been chairman, we've been talking about what the best time um, is and, and uh, we decided that uh, we really needed James to lead us through the media rights negotiation process, which he has done. And of course, it's been, and we're very thankful for that, and it's been an outstanding success. The former Ernst & Young accountant first joined the governing body as an administrator in 1998. Uh, yes, that that last person that you heard was the chairman. I couldn't catch his... His the turbulent few name. months. Oh, shut up. I want to just get his name. His name again is never said in this article, except it's said for two seconds in this clip. David Peaver is his name. There you go. Uh, Corson Rhino pipes in and says, uh, You know, Dale, without... Uh, uh, without GLS, I would never get uh, cricket updates. I'm I'm sorry. Or you're welcome, depending on how you wanna how you wanna view that. Uh, I mean, that's the that's the beauty of this show. It's just you know, there's so many different things happening in the world. You know, it's just uh, it's it, yeah. And I have I have the Australian bias, so I don't know if that's this. My news feeds are always filled up with this sort of stuff, and I've got like stuff to look around for, uh, you know, updates for the stuff like this as well. Oh, <gasps> ooh, I might have a good pre-recorded bit for next week if I can get around with doing it. I forgot, I'm, I'm going to full screen back to this, um, I forgot about this. I promised th this week that I would listen to the uh, James, uh, not James Packer, oh, what's his name, politician guy. Um, already forgot his name, and so bad, the one that, the one that, ah, the one that sl slept with someone else, had a baby, her name's Vicky Chaplin, what is his name? Ah, Barnaby Joyce! Oh, oh, <laughs> again, we're batting a thousand. I forgot to listen to the Barnaby Joyce interview, so I wonder if I can get a hold of that and do a special React episode to it. That'd be, that would be fun. Oh, that physically hurt, <laughs> James Packer. To oh, again, we're about in a thousand today, folks. So I hope you hope you like whatever this show is. And uh, Ral says cricket, the phone company. Yeah, what? That's a thing. <laughs> wow. Oh, that physically hurt. The not gay music guy. <laughs> That's a Geek I.O. show reference. The not gay music guy. 
let's continue reading this age article and I'll tell you my opinion to the end. Uh, it comes after a turbulent few months for cricket, Australian cricket, highlighted by the ball tampering crisis, which resulted in on-field leaders Steve Smith and David Warner losing their jobs, while coach uh, Darren Learman resigned later. So we got the two captains, we got the captain, the vice captain, uh, the coach, and now the CEO of cricket stepping down. It's, it's not going to be great. Oh, no, I don't want to. No, I don't want to delete this scene. What the hell? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm on it. I don't want to delete it. Uh, th uh, now's a trans uh, uh, period of transition for rookie captain Tim Payne and newly appointed coach Justin Langer uh, about to start their first assignment. Justin Langer, by the way, is ama an amazing cricket player and was was someone who was very inspirational as a player of, of the Australian cricket team. He never made it very high, but he, he did respect the game and, and did was a good sportsman. So I understand the role of of Justin Langer being captain. I'm actually glad. I never caught that. I'm actually glad that uh, he's now become the captain of the cricket team. Uh, and not to mention the new uh, off-the-field uh, uh, off action with uh, Channel uh, 9 losing the TV deal. With Seven and Fox uh, going to uh, them as well. Quote, it has impacted... Uh, it hasn't impacted at all, Mr. Peaver said. The pair has been discussing the timing for his exit for two years. There's also a consideration to Sutherland leaving after the recent Ashes summer. But the broad had wanted him to oversee the negotiations for the new broadcast deal that netted a record 1.18 billion with a B. Uh, look at Sutherland there. He looks very... Uh, hmm. uh, next summer of cricket will be very interesting. This thing is, uh, uh, business works on a four, five, six-year cycle. It just happens. Right now, we've adopted a new strategy, a collective agreement with our players. We've done new media deal rights. Uh... New media right deals, which puts in a strong position for certainty of revenue as well, Sutherland said. I continues by saying, it feels with all of those things going on, it's a really good time for me to step aside. It's been a really good time for a new chief executive who uh, to have a really good run at it. Uh, Peaver will continue his role as chairman after agreeing to term, another term as chairman. Quote, uh, it, uh, I think it's very... I think... At times like this, continuity is important, so we have to transition to a new CEO. Um, hmm. If continuity is important, why are you getting rid of the CEO? I don't understand that. That's something that I just, that just doesn't click with me, right? It's not just me, right? You can't just say, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna get a new captain. Uh, we're gonna be very we got to keep everything in the same continuity, but except for the CEO, and, yeah, outside of him, though, we've, we've still got a rookie captain, we've got a rookie, uh, uh, well, he's not a rookie coach, but he is certainly a new coach, and, you know, he definitely is on the newer side of coaching, so we got all that handled. Plus a new CEO, I... 
Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just, I just don't know. I don't think it's gonna uh, go to go as well as uh, they'd hoped. That's all. But again, <laughs> we will continue to, uh, we'll continue to bring you, uh, uh, bring you updates on the cricket saga as it unfolves. Uh, isn't that, isn't that right, uh, Garf McGillicuddy? Uh, this is just a good two-shot, right? Garf, the, the attractive Garf is, uh, center screen, and then there's me. Uh, this is, this is highly accurate. I'm, I'm, this, as, this much pretty as what's happening over there. That way. <laughs> it's mirrored on my screen. That's <laughs> how mirrors work. Uh, alright, I'm so glad that I've, I've set up a different window for, for Garf. It's the Garfy window. Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for everyone's favorite segment called The Bumper Dale Hasn't Prepared. <laughs> because he doesn't know how to segue. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get your DeLorean as everything freezes. Fantastic. Everything first, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for... This is not my show. Or is it? I forget. I can't remember. 1974, 1981, 2002, 2001, oh, 1941, 704. Is it the same as you remember? Or is it the same as it ever was? That's right. It's time for Same as you remember. Same as it ever was. Everyone's favorite... Everyone's favorite segment. Uh, to the part where I didn't prep this segment at all. Indeed. Uh, we're just stepping back in time to June. June 2000 and... No, not... Yeah, let's start again. That's right. We're starting again. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Dragon Ocean. No. Uh, <laughs> I forgot I still had that queued up. I should really not have that queued up. Uh, all right. Let's go back into the time machine. June 2003. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, June 1, 2003. The People's Republic of China begin filling the reservoir behind the Three Gauzes Dam. June 2nd, 2003, Europe launches its first voyage to another planet, Mars! The European Space Agency Mars Express probe lands from, uh, launches rather, from Biorka Space Center in Kakistan. Hmm. Uh, June 3rd, 2003, Mars! 2003, Dan Steele's, uh, Danielle Steele's novel, Sunset at St. Trop's 
Uh, Tropes launch is published. I can't talk today. Do you want me to try that again? No, I'm not trying that again. We're going to put just this light rail this way through this show today. Uh, June 5th, 2003. June 5th. A severe heat wave across Pakistan and India reaches its peak as temperatures exceed 50 degrees Celsius, that's 122 Fahrenheit, in the region. June 8th, 2003, the 27th Tony Awards, Hairspray and Take Me Out win. Uh, guess Best Musical and Best... Play? Huh. <coughs> Excuse me. June 10th, 2003, the Spirit Rover is launched, beginning NASA's Mars Exploration Rover mission. Oh, hey, here's something interesting. June 18th, 2003, Google launches AdSense. AdSense is launched by Google on June 18th, 2003? That's that old? Huh. Uh, Google launches AdSense, a program that enables website publishers to serve ads targeted to specific content of individual web pages, many of which on this day... Then at uh, at the time historyorb.com go and start publish uh, to go on and start their own publishing business. Huh. There you go. June twenty first, two thousand and three, Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix, the fifth book of the series by J.K. Rowling, is published worldwide in English. That's helpful. It's helpful that the Harry Potter books are published in English. I thought that... Oh, no! I thought they were published in Cantonese. Oh, well. Guess I can read them. Oh, this show. Uh, <laughs> such a mess. Uh... June 26th, 2003, the U.S. Supreme Court rules Lawrence vs. Texas... The gender-based sodomy laws are unconventional. How that was in 2003? Oh, that seems way too long ago. Uh, June 27th, 2003. The United States National Do Not Call Registry was formed to combat unwanted telemarketing calls administrated by the Federal Trade Commission. Enrolls almost three-quarters of a million phone numbers in its first day. The Do Not Call Registry was in... 2003? That seems way longer ago than 2003, right? Or is that just me? 2003... The Do Not Call Registry feels earlier than that. AdSense feels way later than that. I thought AdSense came along in like... 2006? 2007? Around YouTube time? Although, when did YouTube launch? Uh, hey Siri! Hey Siri! Uh, when did YouTube launch? We'll need to unlock your iPhone first. That's helpful. Oh, it's launching YouTube. <laughs> when did YouTube launch? Launching YouTube! <laughs> do what you do! Thanks, Siri. 2005, says Chorus and Rhino. I thought it was around 2005 that AdSense dropped, but... Clearly not. 2003 feels so long ago now. I know, I was young and naive back then. Ugh. It goes that. 
February 14th, 2005. Okay, there you go. Thank you. Thank you, Corson Rider. You're on it. Thank you. You got me. Thank you for that. And that wraps up a very short edition of my favorite bumper of all time. This! This is not my show. Or is it? I forget. I can't remember. 1974, 1981, we are going to tell you more about an abortion. Abortions made the news a lot lately, but and it's making news also in our corner of the world. Now, uh, also, Horson <laughs> Rano says I can actually understand you, so that's a plus. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, and you're not, and you're not launching YouTube. <laughs> I did say those words, so I do understand why it does say that. And, okay, one one pet thing about Siri real quick. I, I, love, I love him to pieces, but girl can be annoying sometimes because... This is Siri I'm talking about. Uh, she, she, he can be so annoying sometimes because I, I would be, like, have things in my hands, like putting things into the oven and stuff. It's not a euphemism. Like, putting baking trays into the oven, and I'll be like, Hey, Siri! Set a timer for, like, ten minutes. Thanks. And then you'd be like, Hello? Like, it'd be like, What? You do not hear me! Do you not hear the fact that I said, Set a timer for ten minutes? You clearly heard that I said something to do the Hello? response. I felt like, uh, felt like Siri was going to start singing Hello from Adele. Right? That's... That's... That's what it feels like some days. Love you, Siri. You'll never hear this. Ever. Or will you? Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> Do my own X-Files music. <laughs> I was putting stuff in the oven or something. Not a euphemism. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Hot dogs are not an accessory. Actually, hang on, that's a, that's a good follow-up. Uh, this is going to be a visual bit. <laughs> a dog is not an accessory. <laughs> Always come back to that. Alright, we, as we continue on the Trek Live show, uh, you know what? Hmm. Let's power through. We'll do all the ad breaks. At, we'll do all the ads at the end. So I'm feeling it now. You, you've, you've talked me off the cliff of an ad break. <laughs> Thanks, Corson Rhino. You didn't say anything, but thank you. You've 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 got my flow back now. Uh, so I'll just keep the flow state happening. I will take a drink, however, because my throat is sore. Because Tranny's in the outback. All right, I'm back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 
Abortion has been making the rounds a lot lately, but we're starting to get our own uh, abortion reforms here in, uh, you know, uh, here in our corner of the world. Corsamari says, I also love that you and a lot of people that I know say thank you to your phone when you ask them to do things for you. I do! I have full-fledged conversations with my phone. And then Siri is just like, your wish is my command. Uh, let's try that. Hey, Suri. Thank you. You're most certainly welcome. You're most certainly welcome is the response that I got. There you go. Hey, <laughs> Suri, thank you. <laughs> Just, that's a random thing to say. Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, abortion clinic safe access zones become law... <laughs> I love the fact that... That, uh, that Garf came across the screen too when I was switching. Uh, abortion clinics safe access zones become law in New South Wales. Protesters will face jail time Wow, for harassing uh, people outside abortion facilities uh, after New South Wales Parliament uh, passed laws to impose 150 metre safe access zones around clinics and hospitals that provide terminations. The laws which are aimed at assuring the privacy and safety of women accessing the clinics passed uh, easily and without amendment through the Legislative Assembly as the final, final vote was 61 to 18 in favour. Uh, 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 Liber uh, Labour MP Penny Sharpie, I'm reading that, right? Labour MP... Penny Sharpie. Awesome name. Just, I need that name. Can I have that name? Dale Sharpie. Who co-sponsored the bill with the Nationals MP Trevor Khan welcomed its uh, passage as terrific day for women in New South Wales and staff that work at re uh, reproductive health clinics. Corson Rhino shouts, Good! I agree. This is fan, almost swear word, fantastic. Uh, you know, I don't think it's really pronounced Sharpie, but uh, I'd probably pronounce it Sharp. Uh, I'm going to pronounce it Sharpie. It's prob you're probably right, but do, yeah, it, I, I mispronounce things all the time. But I, I do like Sharpie. What's the, um, I wish I had one near my desk. This is, the desk, this is not a Sharpie, but. Sharpie! <laughs> Tenny Sharpie! Uh, this is really good, you guys. This is so good, because there, and I think I said this, was it last week? Was it the week before that I was talking about Ireland? Uh, that's how you spell Sharpie. There you go. It, you're probably right. It is sharp. Uh, you know, that's how you spell Sharpie. It's probably, it's probably, it's probably sharp. Uh, but, the, I, I, I think I said last week or the week before, whenever I was talking about the, uh, island reforms, that, might have been a couple of weeks ago now, but, it's really good because there is still a lot of stigma surrounding women who, get, you know, receive abortion, the abortion treatment, because that's just what the public consensus is, and we shouldn't have that, you know. 
for me personally, I sit on the fence, and this is not that I um, don't intend to go in depth as my views of abortion like I did in that episode. But again, I'm of the two minds that it's very important for a woman to have that choice, so she so needs it. Uh, you know, because of outlying, you know, conditions as well. But on the flip side, I like life, and that is actually a human being inside of a person. And yes, I understand there are pros and cons on both sides of the fence, and I, as I develop in age and as I get older, I will probably land on one side or the other, but I think having a view of both sides is very important, particularly when talking like something like this, where a safe zone for a just a woman to uh just a woman to have that have her own mental space because i i'm not going to be talking on behalf of a woman (laughs) because i am not a woman surprise uh but for me, if I was in that position, and if there are any women, uh, <laughs> if you want to chime in, but if, you know, or if anyone else wants to chime in, do feel free. Uh, I've, I've got the Discord phone calls open for, for subscribers and patrons, or anyone who just harasses me in the Discord, I'll, I'll drag you in. But for, for my point of view, the thing would be, I would want that sanctity of just coming out of the clinic and being safe. It's like a breath of fresh air. You want that breath of fresh air before you continue with yourself. Akros Marano says, I feel like a woman should have the access because if she doesn't and still doesn't want the pregnancy, she'll have to seek solutions that are not safe. That's very true. And sometimes... The uh, unfortunately, the not safe options can lead to further damage down the line. Uh, Cross and Rhino, you're on the line. How's it going? Hi there. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm I'm obviously female. Um, <laughs> so so it like directly relates to me yeah and i um, i didn't i didn't i wasn't gonna continue down this path but i'm glad we are because I, th- having right. a conversation with a woman on the line is probably better than just me going uh, i dress like a woman sometimes i guess <laughs> that that kind of has to be quoted i hope that <laughs> But, but I, I, to your point, like, uh, to elaborate more on your point, like I was, while you had that quoted, (laughs) just giving you time, um, it's, that's right, like, having a proper medical procedure is the best option to have, ultimately, if that's a path that that a woman goes down, I'm not going to say decides to go down, because sometimes... It isn't a deciding factor. It just sometimes it has to happen. Yep. So, yeah. Now that that's, now that that's on the record for uh, history. <laughs> um, I I think uh, I agree with you in 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 both of the points that you made that that mm-hmm. you that you think that women should have access 
to safe and legal abortions, um, but also that that human life is really important. Um, and so it is the the thing that bothers me the most about this um, sort of the sort of rhetoric that you hear in the media is that there's there's two sides of of the coin whether it should be legal or not right mm -hmm. um but they both call themselves pro something so it's pro choice and pro life um uh. now pro choice doesn't mean that you are anti life um it That's just true. means that you believe that a woman should be able to choose whether or not to continue a pregnancy basically um for her health safety or financial reasons even um but yeah so that's like so it it frustrates me that it's displayed that way in the media um it, as both being pro but they're they're definitely opposite ends of the spectrum like opposite ends of of like they're extremist argument, on both sides right right exactly there's, there's no real i'm both <laughs> right right um but i definitely do believe that um that safe the like the safety of women who seek abortion mm -hmm. is very important um which is why i really enjoy this news story it's it's it is it is a good it is a good story it is, again it's the first state to embrace it i just i hope and i hope this extends to other walks of life as well uh, mm -hmm. because thinking about it a safe space coming out of something like a a mental uh not a mental home but you know a mental kind of institution oh, yeah, like a like like an institution yeah like um they're like a mental hospital hospital thank you that's what i that's what <laughs> God, please, i actually had to think up. of the name of my local mental hospital to think of what the word like the hospital word <laughs> oh that's uh, uh but yeah like to that point like uh, why stop here as well i, I well I, I think part of it is that there aren't very many protesters standing directly outside the doors of a mental hospital saying true. why are you getting treated here you know and that's and i think that's where where it comes in because yeah. like we do have this sort of stigma against mental health um at just as a society in general um, I I'm, uh, I don't I can't speak for Australia, but mm. the U.S. definitely does. Um, but but it just it feels like there's just this big stigma on if you aren't perfect mentally, if you don't fit all of the norms, then you are abnormal, and and we need to hide you away. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, well, um, I think we, we I think we I think the, a good start is with. Uh, abortion clinics because again like you said <laughs> they have the most protesters and they have the most kind of people you know fighting right, and, and there are some really vehement like some very very angry protesters and um some people have chosen not to go through with an abortion because of the protesters yeah. and then have gone on to have complications during pregnancy or can't really actually afford to have a child um or have definitely more problems down the line right right i think and again it's a good place to to start because of all that and 
and it's kind of a... You're, you're right, you've, you've, you've said a point that's really stuck with me now. It's really a good point that it's... They're both sides of the coin have pro in the title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really it's one of the things... It was, it's one of the things that really bothers me. Um, and it, it was... It, it was actually brought up, I took a gender studies course when I was in uh, college, and it just, it kind of stuck out to me. That was one of the things we talked about, that yeah. the, that healthcare in general has uh, a lot of, there's a lot under the, the healthcare umbrella, but, but this particular issue is hard to talk about because it's so polarized. Um, right but both sides call themselves pro something. So it's hard for you if you want to allow safe access to abortion that automatically for the other side makes you not pro life. Right. Um so it basically mean like it basically wants to call you a killer uh of babies. Yeah. Basically. That, Which is frustrating. And- and I fell and victim to that over the years. Like, like people saying, "Oh, you know, you want women to have t- choices in life." You, this, that, and the other thing that I won't say live on the internet. Uh, you know, and yeah, they could have come down to trolls, but people emailing me at the time. I think I was talking about this when the abortion laws got reformed here. I think back in twenty thirteen. But you know, just, I was I replied to them and went. No, dot, dot, dot. Want to continue a conversation, question mark? <laughs> like, we can have a conversation, but you yelling profanities and saying that I'm a murderer isn't going to help anyone. Right, right, yeah. Like, the I think it escalates so quickly into name-calling and, and um, just general nastiness, I guess, um, really quickly. Right, and it's really unfortunate that it's really it's hard to have a conversation because it gets political so quickly, or or it gets it gets um, angry so quickly. Yeah, everyone has a very strong opinion either way, and it's just it's hard to have yeah. that conversation because it's just like uh, it's like the twenty sixteen yeah. election cycle. Hey, that's the second time this week I've made that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that that one will get get everybody going. I guess. Yeah, let's liven the show up, shall we, with some fireworks? Um, I'll let you go if you want, or you can stay on the line. It's up. It's up to you, really. You want to continue this new story? I will head out, but I'll mm-hmm. come back later. <laughs> Absolutely, you're welcome back anytime. Chorus and Rhino, everyone, live, Bye, guys. live from the chat room. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. That was that's informative. We like, we like having calls on this show. Uh, that's, again, you can join the Discord at geek-show.net slash Discord. And if you're a patron or a Twitch Prime subscriber or a part of the team, you can uh, you can call into the show and uh, have your two cents worth. Um, I want to get... Actually, I should have got some right on the line for this. Uh, the Ministry of uh, for Women opposes abortion clinic safe access law. This is... This is her 32 seconds of fame. These volunteers care deeply about the women. They offer support and information that they know will not always necessarily be provided within the abortion clinic. They are providing the other pieces of information that some women choose to accept. They don't force their views onto these women. They are offering simply another choice to those women. Yet this bill 
will criminalise that offer of choice and the sharing of information. Technically it won't. Technically. Realistically it won't. It won't prohibit anything. Technically. Technically it won't prohibit anything. They'll just have to do it down the road. They'll have to do it on a street corner instead of literally right in front of the building. And again, it's all about the mentality uh, of of the the of the woman. The woman is, is making uh, you know uh, a, a choice, and you know the last thing for, for, again, me personally talking on behalf of a woman is the uh, being bombarded with screaming people. That's the last thing that people want. Uh, Crossmore says a lot of those companies don't give a realistic uh, list of choices. That's a good point. Maybe there needs to be reform within the clinics uh, to give uh, choices uh, as well. Uh, so, there you go. Let's see if there's anything else in here uh, that is worth uh, mentioning. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, the chamber sat uh, until early hours Friday debating 19 proposed amendments. All of them failed. So that's interesting. Uh, safe access zones have already been legalized in... Oh, they're already legalized in Victoria, Tasmania, ACT, and the Northern Territory. Uh, Crossmano says... Uh, some are... Uh, there are some that outline later women about their pregnancies... I mean, uh, people she's talking about just sitting outside the clinics who is accessing, uh, trying to access these women's before they go into their abortion. That's true. Uh, you know, it, but to me, again, it's, it's, yeah, we're talking about, we're talking about straight, and again, that's probably something that needs to, a best practice that needs to be implemented for the clinics themselves. And about, the, the the clinics themselves, there would be more, they'd have more of a calm tone than the protesters outside going two four six eight. Life is great. I I couldn't, I couldn't finish that bit, uh, but you know it it sucks that clinics are lying to women. I don't know that I don't particularly know what happens inside of an abortion clinic. To be honest, sorry, that's just me. I, I didn't know that there was already legalised in Victoria, Tasmania, ACT, and the Northern Territory. Queensland, you're next. I'm just saying, not that I have, not that I have anything. Uh, Western Australia, uh, South Australia, uh, and Queensland departments have lodged submissions to the High Court defending constitution validity of the Victorian legislation. Uh, it's not, uh, it's not the clinics. Ah, okay, there you go. Oh, the, oh, the, pe ah, the people talk, uh, outside are trying to access these women's before going to admission and they're feeding false information to them. Okay, I gotcha. I think I gotcha. I think I gotcha. think I gotcha. Uh, but I'm trying to find... Uh, oh, we have the moment that the bill got passed, if people are interested in that. Here we go. And play. Uh, uh. I move that this bill now be read a third time. The question is, 
that this bill be now read a third time. All of that opinion say aye. Aye. To the contrary, no. No. I think the ayes have it. No. A division has been called. Order. Order. There being 61 ayes and 18 noes, I declare the vote Private member statements will now commence. Ah, it's stand-up hour in the uh, in the uh, in the in the council chambers, isn't it? Boom, 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 boom. Right, it's comedy hour. They're really going for it, aren't they? The no statements will now happen. <laughs> As if says the majority of the room. It's literally what that was. Uh, you know. <laughs> You will not have your voice heard, nose. Take that. <laughs> They're hilarious. <laughs> Stop. You guys, you got me in stitches. <laughs> Which I'm actually surprised that they didn't get to have, like, the leader of both of the... The leader of the bunch. Like, the leader of both of them, both sides, give a little... little speech. Because I'm sure... I'm sure they would have had something to say. Right? They would have not had anything to say. Hmm. Alright, well, it can't be a generic live show without a weird food story, right? We just, we, it can't be. It, 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 it wouldn't, it wouldn't feel right in my bones if we didn't have uh, a weird food story. You've heard of deconstructed coffee. Which is just regular espresso. You've heard of deconstructed Vegemite on toast. Which is literally bread, Vegemite, and butter. Somehow served as an ice cream scoop. You've heard of chai lattes. <laughs> this is called How Long Can Dale Keep This Bit Going? Which, which have chai in them. Which is uh, cinnamon spice, I believe. But have you heard of broccoli coffee? But broccoli coffee. Scientists hope that powdered veg can improve diets, cut down crop waste. That's such a poorly designed headline. Ladies and gentlemen, that's right. Broccoli coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, it even look look at that latte though. Hey, um, hey, hey, Garf, what do you feel? Yeah, okay, that's about right. So, again, I still have that uh, I still have that window open for Garf to pipe in any time. They can't smell great, says Corson Runner. I don't even think that it uh, can smell great. Beetroot, coconut, turmeric, and blue algae. Ugh. have all had their turn as it the it coffee ad additive but now national science agency says it's time for broccoli to take the center stage imagine the imagine the leftovers that this would produce right the human leftovers imagine that that would that would be insane 
Broccoli is a recognized is recognized as a nutrient rich vegetable with plenty of fiber, uh, vitamins A, B1, <laughs> B6, potassium, zinc, magnesium, among others. Two tablespoons of broccoli powder is equivalent to one serve of vegetables. CSIRO food scientist Marin Augustine said, We've made snacks with this and gave it to our kids. They loved it, and the parents did too. What kids love broccoli? Like, how does that happen? <laughs> imagine the human, imagine the leftovers it would create. The human leftovers. <laughs> the human leftovers are great. In coffee, broccoli powder is added. Uh, what? Uh, in coffee, broccoli powder is added to pull the espresso shot. What? Okay, that's that's a sentence that exists. Before steamed milk is added. With more powder sprinkled on top. What? So you add the powder, you add the... You add the powder, you add... <laughs> it's the fact of coffee. <laughs> yeah, you add the powder, you add the espresso, you steam some milk, you sprinkle on top. It's the facts of life. It's a bit... Taking it back. But I'm, I'm, or I know, I'm, I'm, I'm ragging on this a little bit, but I'm all for it if it actually does help out farmers. As a person who used to live in a farming town, I'm, I'm all for it if it does actually help the farmers in any way, because, you know, they deserve to catch a break. And if they're repurposing old props, that, old props, old crops, uh, that, may still be edible to eat, but just not able to be sold. And there's nothing wrong with that, because, you know, it needs to, it, you know, cutting down waste, and if they can still sell broccoli powder, maybe even for more, because it's a hipster food, but, you know, it, it you can still uh, catch... You know, it's some cash in off that. Beetroot and turmeric powder. Okay, so I have a confession to make. I I joked in the Discord... I, I, I semi-joked in the Discord. I posted this article and went, New weird foods! Question mark. And I, 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 I jokingly said that... that um, I should get the beetroot one because we sell the beetroot and the turmeric one. Uh, where I work, and I joked that I should do uh, do it as a as a kind of a like a pre-show bit or or maybe even a show bit that I uh, try it live on air, but that would require me literally bringing my kettle into my room, boiling water, adding beetroot powder. Literally, I'm constructing coffee on the air. I don't have a steamer. It'll just have to be regular white milk. Let's bring up that. Bring up all the elements. Just to have a carry tray up upstairs. And by the way, I have to come upstairs. And it has to be boiling hot water. That's why I had to bring my uh, kettle in here. But and then everyone hopped on top and said, "You should do it. You should do it. You should do it." So let me know if you really want me to make beetroot lattes live on the show is where I'm getting at.
And I'll, I'll try it. I, I will try the beetroot and the turmeric. I'll try both if I really have to. If this, <laughs> oh, pull my arm much to drink coffee. Oh, such a sell. Such a sell to, to, oh, man, it's a tough sell to try and sell me to make coffee. Oh, that would be hilarious, says Chorus and Rhino. Well, I just signed my name up for a bit, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know, I, if people want it, I don't think that that would be a thing that people wanted, but apparently the people want, want me to make latte, make coffee on the show. Uh, alrighty. Uh, I would watch it. Alright, so I have one viewer, so that's, that's a, that's a start. <laughs> there you go. I'll do it as a special or something. Hey, do that next week when the show's not here. Oh! <laughs> I did it, you guys! It just didn't hit record. Oh, what a shame. Uh, we do have the rest of this article that, uh, that kind of has the rest of it here, but here is what this broccoli coffee looks like uh that's broccoli powder uh and you know the famous coffee producer csiro and it has uh <laughs> the subtitle is broccoli powder product and it does it has the broccoli on top <sighs> how does uh, i don't know how i feel about that um I don't know how I'd feel about that, to be honest. I would try it. Apparently I'm trying beetroot and turmeric, so that's... <sighs> that's a start. But anyway, broccoli. Coming to a coffee near you. In the near future, because it's going to be huge in Melbourne and in Sydney. You watch. It's going to be everywhere. Everywhere. Alright, as we continue here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday, we're going to kick it to hour two. It's been an hour, you guys. I can't believe it. Whoa. I'm slowly starting to wake up. <laughs> Again, batting a thousand. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned, will you? Because we've got a jam-packed hour two, including everything you need to know about the most recent iOS update. And how... Oh, this is ironic. How sleepiness is costing the globe billions of dollars. We call this irony. We'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned. <laughs> 